0: Football is back, Mountaineer Nation, and that means two things, tailgates and screaming let's go with 60,000 of our closest Mountaineer friends. To help you look your best in brand new merch and accessories, our friends at the Book Exchange will give you 25% off your order with our promo code BX4FINAL4. You may have heard it a bunch before, but 25% off these days is a huge deal. Shop in-store at their downtown Morgantown or Evansdale locations. Or online 24 7 at BookExchangeWV.com. That promo code is BX the number four, F I N A L number four. Share it with your friends and family, too.
1: Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones. John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley.
2: This is the Final Forecast Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Final Forecast featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones. Uh, We do not have our lovely co-host, Ashley, or John in today because they don't care about their job, so it's all good. Uh, We do have our super producer, Dave, in the building. Dave. I'm here. Wanna say something? Oh, alright. He had everything to say until now. until it's actually Thomas. Well something. no, I was trying to get John usual. to make it work. He's he's like, it's not working on my phone. Usual usual Dave stuff. But we have a very special guest in the building today. My guy, like I ha- <laughs> I always tell uh people this, like the first time I met you, met you, we were uh we were scrimmaging against each other. And uh, this summer before TVT, and I was like, yo, I I, I was like, yo, I'm going to be honest. I was like, yo, when I first, my first impression, I was like, yo, this dude's an asshole. I was like, this dude is, (laughs) I was like, yo, not on the court though, on the court. Not, you know what I mean? Like, uh, just like, he was just like talking shit. He was, he was killing too though. So I was like, I hated it. I was like, who is this dude? And then I got to, I got to know him more. Great guy, man. Eric Stevenson's in the building. What's good, my guy? I had I had, I always like when everybody asked me about that, I was like, Yeah, when I first met him, I did I did not like just from a basketball standpoint, just because of the way he was talking, but actually he's a really good guy, really great player, man. I'm uh I think we're lucky to have him on the team this year and I think he's gonna do great things for us, man. How you how you feeling, bro?
1: I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I'm feeling good, bro. Yeah, I'm feeling good, man. I think we're gonna have a good year. Yeah. Uh I'm happy to be here, bro. To be honest,
2: I love it here. Yeah, man. It's it's great. I know I know the fans is gonna adapt well to your uh your style of play and you know, you play hard. And I think you a coach Huggins type of player if you know, everybody says that. But I think I think you embody that. So, um I'm gonna start from the beginning. You from you from Seattle, right? Or you from Washington, right?
1: Yeah, I'm from I'm from just outside of Seattle, uh called Lacey.
2: Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. So you know your journey didn't start at WVU. So where were you before? Uh, before you transferred to WVU?
1: Yeah. So uh, freshman and sophomore year, I was out at Wichita State. Mm. Um, you no, know, we had a good two years there, and then uh, I transferred home to Washington for the COVID year, um, which that didn't go so well, bro. And then uh, that's why I went to South Carolina, thinking I was gonna end my career there. And then last year, my coach got fired right after the season. Uh, So I kind of just gave up, gave this opportunity to come to West Virginia. And uh, I think it's probably the best spot I've been at for sure. which is a blessing.
2: Dope, dope. So now, so what made you go out, uh, go to school somewhere else, like outside of, you know, your hometown? Did you want to get away from home or it was just like the best opportunity for you?
1: Yeah, it was. uh, I wasn't really all oh, like location based man like i didn't have to be at the crib i was mm-hmm. i was good you know to be away from the house um and wichita was probably just the best fit for me at the time um and it, you know it really really was um for sure um and so it was it was easily number one on my list and like i said the location and stuff didn't really matter and so it was it was for me it was no no you know no really comparison and decision with anybody else
2: yeah I feel that I feel that cuz some people will see you know guys transfer tw- twice and they'll be like oh he's a problem he's a headache and stuff like that but it's not always you know what I mean like this uh, people yeah. don't understand that like it it's hard man it's hard yeah. certain situations and people expect you to play through everything and it's like yo you want to be happy at the end of the day too and then you feel like you have the talent to to do more so yeah, I, yeah man I I feel that for sure for sure so well, what
1: well, Huh. People talk about the uh, transfer portal, man. It's it's a lot of people who don't talk from experience, so it's it's tough for them to really really make an accurate judgment on it. Yeah. But uh, you know, I've seen I've seen every side of it, so I, I got you know I, I know the ins and outs of it.
2: Yeah, that's a fact, and I and I think you know it has this good like everything. It has its pros and cons. You know, what I mean, I think that there are some people. Who shouldn't leave certain situations because you know they the grass isn't always greener, but then there're sometimes it's just like okay, it ends up working out for people, but um I think as long as you make an informed decision about it and not just go just off of emotion, I think that's where a lot of people get caught up at they just go because they feel some type of way and it's like, all right cool, I'm gonna just try something else but yeah exactly word so um so what brought you to w v u uh, like, what made you make that decision to come in front of me?
1: Yeah, it was, um, it was, it was kind of close early on, like super early on when I first got in the portal. But, you know, once I started talking to, you know, Coach Hugs and, and, and Ronnie was my, uh, was my guy who really recruited me. Um, mm-hmm. yep. and I talked to actually, a lot actually, I talked to Jay Coons a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out, by the most. Shout out Coach um, it was just man, I love the, the the family atmosphere sure they created mm. right away, um, and you know I played against West Virginia when I was uh, with Wichita in, in Mexico. We played, and so I knew what it was, you know, from the jump how they play, how they operate, and you know the guys that Hugs likes, um, you know, and I knew from day one I was I was gonna mess with Hugs, mm. you know what I mean? And I, I know I knew Hugs was gonna love me bro. yeah. I, just, <laughs> I already knew what it was man, so. You know, and it was also it was also the fact that I wanted to. You know, I had the opportunity now to, um, you know, play for a Hall of Fame coach. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's big time for me. You know, because at the end of the day, when my career is over, I want to be a coach. Oh, you know, yeah. so picking his brain, learning from him. You know, but also being coached by him. You know, for my own game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know all all those boxes were checked, man. So you know, it, it's been a great decision to come here.
2: That's dope. That's dope. Um. So, because, were you, was Frank Martin your coach at South Carolina? Yeah, Frank was okay. my coach, man. So, it's kind of like, you know, you're not venturing too much far off into styles. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have the same exact style, but they, you know, they mess with each other. They have, you know, kind of the same principles. So, I know the transition because of that was probably a little bit easier, right?
1: Yeah, it was smooth, man. They're, they're it's a, you know, they're cut from the same cloth, man. One One's just Cuban and one's just a like boy from the hill. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: true. Same way, they you know they they go about the business the same way. Um, so it was it was nothing to transition, man. Yeah, I hear that.
2: And then also um, Emmett, you know, I didn't know that you knew Emmett for uh, for a while since high school. So was that a part of the decision too, or did you did you know that he was coming back, or did y'all talk yeah. about that?
1: Yeah. So um, when my when when the news came out that Frank got fired, um, you know, obviously my name was of topic me you know there's three or four other names on the team that you know were of topic around the country and uh you know soon after that i hit the portal i waited a little bit you know i had to think on it for real if i wanted to you know make the jump again um but then as soon as my name hit the portal you know emmett was already reaching out to me um talking about it whatever and um you know that's kind of how we teamed up about it and i you know i knew he was going to come back anyways Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you know he he left To go back home, and, you know, I already knew that the relationship he had already with the staff. Plus, you know, he he didn't burn that bridge with him, you Mm -hmm. know, so I want to come back here.
2: Dope, dope. And I I, I know that has to help a lot, having a guy that you knew for a long time like that, you know, with this transition. Both of y'all, well, him already being there so he can tell you more a little bit more of everything because he's already experienced it a little bit, but um how, how do you how do you see that y'all styles playing? do you think y'all will play together a lot or
1: you... yeah for sure we'll, we'll definitely be on the court man uh you know we we still got that chemistry which is crazy we got that chemistry we had back in like sixth grade you know what i mean that's when we really started hoping um and you know it's we, we do some things in practice where we you know you don't have don't have to really you know make any communication we just know what it is from the you know because we've just done it so many times mm-hmm um you know and defensively we're solid together man like he's obviously you know six seven six eight athletic Mm -hmm. you know and I'm a bigger guard on on the on other wings so just older guys man they know how to play the game and you know obviously got that chemistry from you know from years back yeah
2: so like I said to to lead off into the episode so like the first time me playing against you and you know not knowing you um you have a your like your style of games is, is <laughs> it's kind of like a New York City basketball player. So I'm like, I didn't know. I didn't know where you were from. I I didn't know anything that much about you. So where where did you develop that game of not so much trash talking, but just kind of like getting yourself hyped up? You know, what I mean, not taking shit from nobody on the court because, you know, all right, let's keep it real. We see white dude on court nine times out of 10. We're going to be like, yo, he got to he got to prove himself. He got to be, you know, what I mean, he got to be yeah. swagged out. So yeah. so when you yeah. did that but you also had the game to back it up, like where did you where did that style come from? You always had that or
1: Yeah, I mean I would say I always had it in me, but you know, when I started really traveling up north to play, you know, play ball in Tacoma where Emmett stays and you know, in Seattle and Federal Way and those spots like that, bro, it's like you know, I'm the only white guy in the gym. Mm-hmm. But me and my pops only white dude in the gym, like we're you know, we're hooping straight under the hood, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> hey you know, I'm with it. You know what I mean? I was like, bro, I'm not running from none of you. Thanks. You know what I mean? Like, Thanks. I mean, you, uh, I remember the first time I stepped out there, it was like white boy, white boy that, barely played. You know what I mean? Like, was you know, you know how it goes? Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, my dad really asked me. He was like, you wanna, you wanna
2: still come? We keep coming. <laughs> He's like, yo, you sure about this? I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> He's like, he said, you sure you wanna come back? after uh, you know
1: what I mean? I, we're going right back up there. And, uh-huh. Ever since then, man, it was just like, you know, the game was so much faster, bro. Like, just you know, I just be honest, playing playing with a bunch of white boys where I'm from is, you know, it's slower. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, not yeah. like city game. And so, you know, I started going into the city and playing and getting better. And I was like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm a hooper. You know, what I mean, I really like this. And uh, you know, I got better. I started working on my game. And you know, there it came a point in time where, like, you know, the name the name was out there, and mm-hmm. I was and I was proving it. You know what I mean in big games or whatnot. You know and you know, same for Emmett. You know, what I mean, it was the same type of deal. He just grew up in the city. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. kind of in the city. He grew up in Tacoma, and so it was just, you I'm gonna be, in, I'm gonna be the guy they laugh at the gym, or the guy they're gonna respect. You know
2: what I mean? So that was it. Yeah, that's 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 what's up. Yeah, that um, we. I don't think we've had a. I don't think we've had a guy like that in a while, just like that, you know, that fierceness, that competitor in you, that, that dog, that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's what, you know, Coach Huggins likes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're gonna get after it. You're not, you know, you're not yeah. only barking, but you, you know, you got the game to back it up. So I think, like I said, that's gonna be a great fit and the and the fans are gonna really respond to it. You know what I mean? I feel like you are a WVU kind of guy. So, you know, blue collar. Sure. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see you play finally we always ask everybody, and it's still early in the in the season too, and you just, like, you've been here for a couple months now. What is a yeah. Coach Huggins story that, uh, <laughs> what is your favorite uh, Coach Huggins story so far that either you've heard or something that's actually happened to you? Cause everybody has one. I know you man. got one. <laughs> no.
1: I don't, obviously I don't have as many as like you and, and you know, John, mm-hmm. but I, you know, a couple, man, where he just spazzes in practice, you know, just randomly though. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's not really worked up, blah, blah. You know what I mean? We're, we're playing. We're not playing very well, you know, especially early in the year. Yeah. You know, we're not practicing. And, uh, you know, there was a, there was one time. <laughs> there was one time, bro, J.D., man, he was just having a rough day. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He's a fresh, freshman point guard going up against two seniors. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so he was having a rough day, man. And, you know, you know I got those treadmills still over there. Yeah.
2: You know. Yo, that's what I want to wait. Hold on, because we're gonna get to this. Because I always, I always give them shit too. I'm like, Yo, Coach, you, you ain't. This ain't. This ain't yeah. old. This nah. ain't old, Coach Huggins. Because he, they wasn't running, bro. I ain't seen nobody running on the treadmill when I was there, not once. So, nah, we running. Now. Okay. We running now. All right. All yeah, right. We're on.
1: All right. And JD was just having one of them days, bro. He was just turning it over. You know, I mean, you know, he was just having a freshman day. And you know, it was, it got to a lot of turnovers though. You know what I mean? It wasn't just one, two. It was like, you know. Every it time. Was, it was up there. <laughs> and uh, Hugs, man. He was sitting over there on his little stool, you know what I mean? At half court. And uh, he just snapped, bro. He was like, J.D. He was like, J.D., get your ass on the treadmill. You know, just yeah, get yeah. on the treadmill. You know what I mean? He just turned the ball. You turned the ball over to And J.D. was like, you know, we weren't running on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we're all like, whoa. You know? Yeah. Besides keep. You know some returners and then it was like just standing there like you know just like what do you mean you know what i mean mm-hmm. i snapped bro and he ended up getting on the trip and i was like i was like all right he got that side to him now you know what <laughs> i mean that's the first time
2: yo he'll he'll blink out though for real like it's crazy i was i always tell people this story with me and truck because me and truck were uh freshmen came in and we were roommates at our dorm and after the first practice bro we literally went to sleep the rest of the night like i was just like yo i don't know how he going to get through the next 4 years of this shit bro oh, because it was it was intense and it was from the jump too. it it wasn't no freshman learning experience it was no, no. like no you come in here and you play or you or you don't play like that's that's it, it
1: that's uh crazy you say that man cuz he ain't he ain't changed it. you know cuz the way he handles uh, both Josiahs, man. Uh mm-hmm. J D and, and Dean, bro. You know, they're right in the mix. You know, he's not all oh, you're a freshman, like, you know, you'll learn it's, I'm coaching you like you're a grown man, you know, and so it'll be good for those guys too, man. For sure. They they're gonna need it. Yeah,
2: I think so. I I, I hope he, I mean he I don't think he ever will change it. Doesn't need to. I mean, Hall of Fame coach, that's all of, that's geez. all you that's all you need to know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I was gonna ask you, um, did, uh, how, in your opinion, how is the, um, how's the NIL stuff? Like as far as do you, do you think it's changed college any, do you see like, cause you've been through the NIL phase and then you were in the beginning where there was no NIL. So yeah. did that, was that a part of your decision to come to, or you wasn't even really thinking about that?
1: Uh, it definitely was, a you know, a little part of the decision for sure, you know, because it's my fifth year, you know, so it's technically first professional year, you know, if you will. And so, you know, if I wasn't going to be able be a pro, I was going to go somewhere where I can, you know, still get paid a little bit at least, you know, for what I'm doing. And, you know, that was a part of it for sure. But, you know, overall, I think NIL has changed, you know, college basketball for sure, man. Like those guys that should probably be in the, you know, in the NBA – you know, but shows just stay. You know, stay back in college when we were to You know, make you know a couple million. You know what I mean. And so, mm-hmm. but I, I think it really changed recruiting. You know, like it's really pay to play. You know, like you're gonna pay to win. At, you know, at this point, like whoever has the biggest bag and can pay the most guys the most amount of money. You That's, know, what I mean, they're pretty. They're pretty much gonna win. Yeah,
2: it's true. Like I'm. I'm just looking at like the landscape, and it's really, really feeling like professional basketball. Obviously, it's still, it's still amateur, but. Kind of not anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, like you said, I I feel sorry for the the mid major teams who might have got uh, snuck in a four or five star recruit, but now it's mm-hmm. just like they're gonna follow. They're gonna follow the biggest bag. I mean, and I don't blame them because you know you're not getting paid. You usually not getting paid for this. So it's like, all right, yeah. but what if I don't? What if I don't make it to the NBA? It's like this is my opportunity to make money. So I'm not. I'm not yeah. really mad at it, but. It just kind of sucks to a certain level.
0: Kev, didn't yes. you say that some people are going to take a pay cut going into the league from NIL?
2: Yeah, I joke about that sometimes, but it's true, though, because it's like <laughs> you got um, you got Oscar. He's making like two, $3 million right now. So if he were to decide to go to the league, who knows if he would make that right now. So, yeah, some dudes, yeah, that happens.
1: Yeah. No, it's, you know, another thing, like, he could be making you know somebody could be making two million dollars this year whatever you know which would be like a rookie contract you know mm-hmm. somewhat and you know he waited a year you know to expect to get you know drafted or whatnot and you know he might he might drop in a draft you know because he waited that year you know how age and mm-hmm. stuff is with the draft so you know you write about you write on that for sure
2: yeah yeah no doubt um well the difference I wanted to ask you like the difference because you've experienced three different schools so I mean you was Wichita State South Carolina and uh now here at WVU so have you seen any like clear differences as far as um the way as as far as like the way they treat their alumni or the way you know the campuses or you know college life in general is there is there a big difference or it's about the same everywhere you've been Nah,
1: this is uh, it's definitely the best overall college experience for sure. Uh, Wichita was cool, man. It was it was a great fan base. Um, it was just on a smaller level, mm-hmm. you know. It was you know I'm in the middle of Kansas, you know, so so the majority of that state is cheering for Kansas, you know. But um, you know now it's just like it seems like we got a whole nation, you know, cheering for us, which is crazy, you know. We got like a, it's a it's a whole state, but it feels you know it's a lot of people. They really, you know, love their Mountaineers, and so, you know, that's a blessing, man. And that was that was really another thing that drew me, you know, to coming here. Was you know, I wanted to play in front of you know packed houses every night. Um, you know, obviously we're gonna be in the Big Big Twelve, best basketball league in the country, mm-hmm. so obviously that's gonna help too. But the fan base is, is big time, man. And you know, I don't spend a whole lot of time on campus to be honest, because I'm online. Okay. And all my time. So I'm really just at the house and at the gym. But yeah. um, the love is the love is crazy out here.
2: Yeah, it is. And they I, they definitely you know they cheer us on, and also I just want to tell you too, like you know there might be like rough patches too where it might not be as much love, but you know at at, at heart, you know I give I give our fans you know some slack sometimes because like you know you gotta be more patient, you gotta you gotta let things develop because sometimes if let's just say you guys start. 0 2, 0 3 is like, all right. When is the next season started? When is you know what are we gonna do? Everything's on fire like that. So I'm just like, yo, you know, sometimes you gotta chill. But I love our fans, man. They show love everywhere we go, even to this day. You see us coming back and the love we get when we come back. So it's it's definitely gonna be the same for you, I, I think. And um, yeah, man, I'm excited sure. to see y'all play. Like, what's what's your expectations for the season? How, how, where you how far you see yourselves going?
1: man we're talented bro Y'all are. we're talented um uh, especially 1 through 8 we're you know we're we're you know our 1 through 8 you I'd put them up against anybody in the country man mm-hmm. to be honest um you know and we're old you know yeah. our backcourt you know Katie's a fifth year Joe's a senior I'm a fifth year Emmett's a fifth year mm-hmm. well yeah man I think as you know this team this team has potential to be really good to be honest um we got to put some things together you know obviously we got to keep working um, you know, we got, we got to limit some things and, and, you know, increase some things on the offensive end. Um, but we, we're talented, man. We're big, we're athletic. Um, and obviously we got a Hall of Fame coach, you mm-hmm. know, so that helps. Yeah.
2: I see, uh, y'all got a tough schedule too. Like y'all, um, that Nike tournament in, um, was that in Oregon? Yeah, yeah Portland. Yeah, that's, whew. Man, is there a is there any game on the schedule like you you circling or all you look at all games the same everybody food?
1: I look at, you know, I I love all games man, but man, I need to see Gonzaga. I got to see Gonzaga.
2: Oh. Yeah. I
1: have beat them boys. I got to see Gonzaga, bro.
2: Yeah, we got to yeah. see Gonzaga overall. Our record against Gonzaga hasn't been good since since you know. my time there, so we yeah. definitely got to see though for sure.
1: That's it. gonna be a big time tournament out there, man. We got Purdue first night. You know, hopefully we can beat them, mm-hmm. and then we'll probably see Gonzaga. And then if we if we beat Gonzaga, it'll probably be like
2: Duke or somebody like that. So yeah, yeah, man. That uh, yeah, I I can't wait to see those games, bro, y'all. It's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. Before um, that, you've
0: got Saint Mary's. That's your first game this week, right?
2: Uh,
1: we got uh, Mount Saint Mary's. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: and that's the official game, right?
1: First official game, yeah, uh, November 7th. What was that, Monday?
2: Yeah. You you excited? Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it was great to be in the Cali. You know, when we played Bowling Green, man. It was good seeing the fans and getting a little love. But, um, you know, that that game didn't count, man. So, you know, it, it counts now, so it's it's real. You know, love's going to be there. Uh, the pressure's going to be there. You know, you got to win the game, just win. Um, and you know, we're just gonna we're gonna try and get that one and, and then see pit, you know, whenever I think that's next Saturday.
2: Yeah, that's the game everybody's waiting for. Is, is it at the Coliseum? Nah, it's it's in Pittsburgh. I feel like the last couple of games been in Pittsburgh. Like they it's supposed to be back and forth. I think last year, wasn't I think last year's game was in Pittsburgh. I right? was huh?
1: I really don't. I said I don't
2: remember where the game was yeah. last year. Yeah, I'm I can't wait for that game either. That's that's gonna be a big game too.
1: I'm looking at the schedule right now. UAB is gonna be good you know Xavier is going to be good Auburn oh, comes to town uh we got to we got to get a little schedule man they say it might be top 5 in the country that's what that's what the rumor is
2: yeah i mean buffalo <laughs> even y'all oh. yeah even y'all considered lower games are still crazy yeah. so yeah coach huggins always known for his schedule though so that doesn't surprise yeah. me at all um so what speaking of coach huggins what was your impression of him because i'm sure you know once you were thinking about coming here people were telling you stories about what was your impression of him before you got here and then now actually being coached by him is was there is there a difference on um he was like oh i thought i thought he was like this but he really like he really liked this like was there yeah
1: nah i mean when i when i committed like people were obviously i heard stories about Huggins a long time ago though you know because i've been following basketball forever man i'm just a hoops junkie bro Mm -hmm. it's crazy Knowing hugs for for a long time and you know, about hugs and, you know, you know, you can watch him on the sidelines. You can tell, you know, he's, he's got that fire to him. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but my first coach at Wichita had that in him, you know, and, and Frank obviously last year had that in him. And so it's like I kind of been prepared for it. Um, but also like I'm 23, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm a man, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm mature enough to take it, you know, take the the, 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 the chilling when I mess up, you know what I mean? And so – it's it's really just me trying to help the young guys deal with it, you know, for the first time, you know, because most of those guys weren't coached like that in high school, mm-hmm. you know. There's not a lot of high schools probably being coached like that, and so it's just trying to help them ease, you know, ease into the transition. Yeah,
2: that's as a you know as an elder guy, it's it's crazy too because you you know you come in at 18 and you look up you 22 now people looking up to you. You know what I mean? At first you yeah. were the one. Asking questions and, and being the freshman. But now it's like everybody look up to you. So it's it's actually a, a pretty dope transition um, to to go through during college. Speaking of. It,
1: hmm? I said, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's It's been a long. It's been a long, but a, a short, you know, if you will, four years already. So it's time flying.
2: Yeah, definitely. Speaking of that, uh, how do you feel like this? Do you feel like this generation of players is different even from when you first got in college? Because now I just feel, for me personally, it's like, you know, you have the transfer portal, you have the NIL deals. It's like everything is kind of in their favor now, so there's no reason for... And I don't want to say loyalty because that's a tricky word to use, but there's no reason to stick around if things aren't going your way. Where in my... In my generation, I feel like we, you know what I mean? We had to, we had to stick it out. There was, if you wanted to transfer, you had to wait a year. There was no yeah. NIL money. You were playing, you weren't playing for anything but to be great and to win a national championship. Like that's all you yeah. were paying for. And now these kids, they, they're playing for much more than that. So how, do you feel like the generation is different? Do you feel like it's any worse?
1: Yes, yeah, it's, it's for sure different. Um... You pretty much said where my thoughts were, you know, like now guys can, you know, we can just leave and, you know, play right away and make money at the same time, you know. And so, you know, that not only gives us some freedom, but it kind of gives us some power, Mm -hmm. you know, like you're going to have to pay me if you want me to come there, you know, you know what I mean? Now, you know, they kind of gave us some power, um, you know, even though the coaches, you know, have the majority of it, but um Honestly, man, like, the you know, the NIL stuff is nice, and being able to bounce is cool, like, if, you know, situations are bad. But I kind of wish I grew up in that, you know, your era. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I wanted to, you know, I wish I played at a school. Like, I wish I was here. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Like, I was here for all four years, you know what I mean? And, and you know, seeing it all, been through it all, and you know, have a bunch of guys that I came in with, you know, seven, eight guys, whatever, and we all just grew together and, won, you know, won a bunch of games together. I feel like, you know, that would have been way better than trying
2: to find a new team every year. Yeah, that's cause, cause that gets tricky, man. Cause it's like the more, like I said in the beginning, the more you transfer is like you're you become the problem. You know what I mean? They don't think about anything else. It's like okay, something must be wrong with him, cause you know he's transferring, and, and it's not always like that. So
0: yeah, 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 man. Well, that, like like what's I said, the dynamic but, like on a team when you've got like the people that are returning? you've got Emmett who left and is returning and you've got new guys like you that come in how different is that from like you said with a team like Kevs that grew up together and kind of learned each other's mannerisms how quickly do you have to adapt to each other and form that chemistry and
1: yeah this uh that's always the you know the biggest the biggest uh assignment if you will you know what I mean when you when joining a new team man is you got to mess with the guys, you know, if you don't mess with your guys and you guys don't rock together, then you're not going to be anything on the court, you know? And so, man, there's really been none of that at all. Like, man, we, there's no, been none of that, you know, hate towards each other or clicks or anything like that, man. There's been, there's been nothing but love, man, between all of us. You know, we all kick with each other, you know, we do everything together, man. We, we just love being in the gym. That's the biggest thing that I, that's the most, you know, the biggest thing I've enjoyed here, man, is, I'm with a bunch of guys who just enjoy being in the gym. You know, it's it wasn't always like that, you know, at every school. I at, mean, I'll just be honest. Like, I love being in the gym, bro. I'm in the gym daily, you know, whether it's I'm working out or I'm taking care of my body or doing something. Like, I'm in the gym daily. And, you know, it's good seeing guys in there with me, you know, because it's, it's like, okay, like, I'll be honest. Like, in certain situations, I don't got to take the shot. You know what I mean? Like, you, you've been in the gym. You know what I mean? You've yeah. been working on your game. But you can take the shot, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just on me. You know what I mean? Which is you know, not always the case, man. I'm sure you've been on teams where it's like, man, I'm the only guy in this gym. Right? Or like, I'm the only guy here after practice, only guy here working out before practice. Like, that—that was, that was me, bro, for a good like year, year and a half, two years. I was like, bro, like, I'm at a division one. I'm at a high level division one, bro. And guys were not in the gym. I'm just like, you know, what I mean, I just didn't get it. And so it's that's the biggest thing. You know, the the most heavy thing here that really. like, makes me enjoy it i I know i'm with a bunch of guys who are in the gym and we're gonna win games because of it
2: for real and it makes you build trust with somebody else because like you said you know somebody else has been in the gym too unlike you passing to a guy that's like you ain't really even been you ain't put in the work that i've been putting in so i can't even trust you to take that shot you know what i mean that's why john never got the ball right because exactly that's what i'm saying but you know he blames it on everybody else besides himself doesn't
0: even come to the podcast that's why we don't let him host anymore (laughs) exactly i think we i think we
2: about to kick him off one of these days or it's that uh it's that kobe
1: mentality bro to be honest yeah you know r i p man that was my that was that's probably one of my favorite hoopers ever bro honestly I but um there's just you can even go on youtube bro and just watch videos like there's there's videos on youtube kobe like kobe mentality videos like you know motivational mm-hmm. stuff and there's so many videos of him saying like i'm not passing you the ball if you're not in the gym and so it's you know, I'm not, I'm not Kobe, so I'm not gonna abuse that, <laughs> that. That feel, you know what I mean. So like that mindset, honestly, is what keeps me in the gym. Plus, I, you know, I want to be a pro. So, um, it, Kobe,
2: Kobe's little,
1: little motivational stuff is crazy. Yeah,
2: yeah, it is. I, I watch that sometimes too. Even though, like, you know, I, I didn't totally agree with everything he did, but the, the general parts of yeah i can't if i can't trust you i'm not gonna pass you the ball like i agree with that like you your teammates should be able to trust you that you've been doing the work so i'm yeah i'm definitely not against that uh you got actually you got a player coach now that that's on the staff you got uh alex ruoff how how has um how has he helped you with your transition to coming to wvu because you guys um you guys played the same position i know um so, is there any similarities in y'all games, or is it totally different? Or how how's he helped you?
1: No, it's it's been smooth with with Ruoff, man. Like uh, I trained with him all summer, literally. With, since it, I think the first day I saw him, he was in there in the training room, you know, icing his ankle because he had just had surgery or something mm-hmm. like that. He said, and I'm not gonna lie, the first time I walked in, I was like, man, it was a white boy, man. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> my, my He's like, "Hey, I'm like, supposed to be
2: the only white dude here. Like, Chill. I'm, I'm you okay. make <laughs> just trying to steal my thunder?"
1: And so I, you know, I walked past. And I, I didn't know who he was. So I just walked into uh, Culta and you know took you know got in there for a little bit and then I saw him the next day. I was like, "All right, bro, I gotta know who this is. I seen him again. Yeah. You know what I mean?" That's so why I, I was like, "I said, bro, who are you, bro?" And I was like, "You know, I was like, who are you? Who are you, bro?" And, <laughs> like, like, you know, Alex, off. You know, what I mean, I was like, oh, okay, I got you got yeah. you. And we chatted up, and then I, I, you know, put two and two together. That he played here. Yeah. You know, he wasn't on the teams that I watched. You know, I watched your teams in, in a couple years before that. He was, you know, he's a little older. You know what I mean? So okay. I never watched him. But um, ever since then, man, we've been training together. Like in the summer, it was it was one or two times a day, you know, six days a week. So you know, I spent a lot of time with him. Um, you know, we just built that connection, that relationship um and we play you know we're similar you know we're six four six five white dudes playing high level basketball you know gotta make shots and gotta gotta guard you know what i mean mm-hmm. if you don't do that then you're not gonna play and so you know we've been rubbing off on each other and you know we're just we're just two basketball junkies man so it, it was a it was a connection right away
2: yeah that's what i was gonna say if there's anybody for you to connect with it would be alex like i see you guys like the same same passion same leadership like you yeah, that's that would be the perfect person for you at the right time. So I'm glad that he's there. He has so much knowledge. Like his basketball IQ is one of the highest I've been around. So his shout out Alex Rolf, man, for getting that job. He, you know, he's been putting in a good position. I know he that I know that he'll thrive in that role. And I'm sure he's rubbed off on
0: um a lot of the players since he's been there already. So shout out Alex. Um We have a question from a listener named okay. Jonathan Flowers. He says, KJ, ask him how he's liking Morgantown and has he um, found his future wife yet? I, I knew it. I was like, <laughs> this is usually the part in the show that John will ask, uh,
2: do you have a, <laughs> do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> how often do you go to the club? I tried to avoid those questions, but even with John sure? not on the show, he still asks. So I'm a, I, if you want to answer, I I'm not trying to get you caught up, no trouble, nothing. So you ain't got to answer if you don't want to. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm playing the fifth. On uh, that, <laughs> Dan, that might be worse than, than not answering. I no, I mean that
0: good. might be worse than answering. Them.
1: Nah man, I'd really just be chilling, bro. i just be in the gym. I, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: No, but seriously he said his classes are all online. He's got nothing but time. <laughs>
2: no but seriously though like you know but besides the questions john is trying to ask how has uh life been like on campus as far as is do you think there's more stuff to do here than than the other schools that you've been to or it's about the same amount
1: yeah no i I like it man Morgantown has been really good to me um you know i love it out here and you know i got family just down the road in cumberland maryland so okay you know because that's where my dad's from okay so it's Brought me back to you know his roots, if you will, coming back here. And so it's been great, bro. I, you know Morgantown's cool. I really like it. Um, the people are nice. You mm-hmm. know, I mean they treat me well. Um, football yeah, games bro. is popping. Games are popping. Yeah, man. I'm, you know they're doing their thing a little bit. I wish I wish there was a the top twenty-five. We'd be jumping. You know what I mean? But real? you know football games are cool, bro, for sure. Tailgates are nice. I like meeting new people and especially meeting the fans. You know, just chopping it up.
0: Yeah. Were you at the uh, country roads gate? Uh, Country Roads uh, Trust tailgate the other day.
1: Yeah, I was. I, I was there at the TCU game.
2: You you ever uh anybody got you to do, uh, drink some moonshine a little bit? Nah.
1: Yeah, I've had moonshine for sure. I had moonshine before I came out of here though. Okay. You know, my dad's... every now and then. So gotcha. you know, what I mean, I, it's not something I prefer to drink, but if I got to, I will. You know what I mean?
2: Facts. Moonshine and pepperoni rolls is two things people try to put me on since I've been here, and I I can't mess with pepperoni rolls. I don't know about I'm you, not- but pepperoni rolls you mess with pepperoni rolls i mess with the pepperoni it makes rolls, no sure. sense though it's like it's a it's supposed to be like um a, a mini pizza it's, i don't know what they i don't know what the deal is behind it it don't got no sauce it's, it's dry like you like Kev, do you
0: want to know why they exist do you want like yeah, a mini please. history lesson? Tell okay me. yes so they please. used to be uh prepared for the coal miners to take down the mine if you had marinara in there the bread would have got soggy by the time they ate it oh okay i didn't know that yeah
2: Mate, i didn't know that yeah so they were did you just like make a, that up
0: or that no uh, you you guys keep talking your, your basketball Harry. and i will anyway. I'll
2: get it on the screen <laughs> he just Harry, he just made that shit up don't don't listen to him. He just. It. <laughs> hey man do you um uh, you want to plug your uh social media i know you know you're you already popping but if you want to plug twitter instagram all that facebook
1: where we at i gotta dive it in here somewhere
2: Nah, nah. I'm just saying, on right, right here. Say, you know, say your social media. So promote where yourself. Can you. Yeah, promote yourself. And then how man. do how do they what get in market?
0: touch to do nil? I think that's kind of interesting because we haven't actually yeah. had an athlete since then. If we could talk that's about true. that, uh, like how we do Twitter, that.
1: That's that. Twitter. <laughs> my Twitter is at ej underscore Stevenson five. Mm-hmm. I know that. Instagram, uh, what is it? I think it's Eric Stevenson ten. TikTok, I think it's just Eric Stevenson. Uh that's pretty much it for me.
2: Got you. Got you. Yeah, man, anybody get get this man a deal. I don't I don't know. I'm sure you already got some deals already, but uh get this, you know what I mean? Get this man a deal, man. It's going to be it's going to be worth it. Uh
0: yeah. a former member of the team was a pepperoni roll ambassador, so now that you say oh, yeah. it. You, as Kev says, fucks with them. Um uh, maybe you could uh Maybe you could be the pepperoni roll face of the W team now. Which Kev in 1927, Giuseppe Joseph R. Gyro at the Country Club uh, Bakery, uh, they originated as a lunch option for the coal miners of North Central West Virginia in the first half of the 20th century. Boom. It's just a weird mean shit. (laughs) (laughs) Wikipedia? It is Wikipedia, but I also have a book to cite the source too. Exactly. Like I told you from the beginning, he don't know shit. So don't even listen to. We're, we're, we're getting Candace Nelson on, who wrote the book on pepperoni rolls. I'll even go downstairs and get it for you. You son of a bitch. All right.
2: I need to. I need to know why that shit's so nasty. It's just weird to put together. But anyway, uh, speaking speaking of, so uh, I, NIL... I I got yeah. Go go you go, gonna go, go, into go into ahead? That question,
0: Kev. Okay. Go ahead. I'm gonna do this because people are tired of your shit. Um, <laughs> when it comes to nil, like, how does someone come to you and say? eric i want you to do xyz how does that whole process work and have you turned things down that you just don't like or are you like these instagram influencers that are like i take vitamin <laughs> x because it makes me look pretty and then vitamin x turns out to be just like nothing and you've made two million dollars
1: yeah it's um, you know it's it's pretty much the same they all they all go about it pretty much the same they just message me and you know, hey, I'm the owner of this, or you know, I run this, or I know some guy he wants to do this type of deal, and you know, we'd like to do you know a little nil deal with you or something like that. They just go, you know, literally simply, just like that. I'm the owner of this, and you know, we'd like to have you in a commercial or like to have you, you know, at the restaurant, you know, respond. You know, if you want to, you know, talk details, and you know, that's pretty much what it is. And yeah, I mean, I've definitely turned the deal down. I've turned a deal down out here. I'm not obviously not gonna name names, but that's just. You know, I mean, if it's not worth it, you know, there's no point in doing it. You know what I
2: mean? Yeah, that's why I was I was going to ask to to add on to that question. Um, let's just say somebody came to you with a deal, but it was something like a brand you don't like or just something that you don't agree with. Would you still do it because the money is good or is there st- something that you're like, yo, I don't care. Like, I, this is just not me. Like, I'm not promoting that. I'm not endorsing that. Like, is there anything you would turn down like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it just depends, man. It really have to be something crazy, yeah. you know. Brand, turn it down, but like, you know, if the if the money's good, like, you know, what I mean, I'll, I'll do it. You know, what I mean, as long as it's not gonna hurt my image. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I mean, if the if the money's solid, then there's no point in me not doing it.
2: Facts. Um, do you think it's- that guys now that nil deals are so can be uh can be so large that, pe guys need agents. That's something that yeah. I was thinking about because it's like, okay, you're you're kind of brokering the deal by yourself because you ain't got. Yeah. I mean, your family could help you, but if they're not professional at brokering deals and contracts and stuff like that, how do you know if you're getting the most out of it? You know.
1: Yes, yeah, that's you know that's a great question. You know, I mean, I'm 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 sure plenty of guys have agents, NIL agents, um, you know, working deals for them and making sure that they're not getting you know scammed. You know, you know. Doing way too much work for a little pay, or you know something like that, Um, you know, because you know if if a kid doesn't have an agent, you know, and a guy comes at him, yo, we're gonna do a commercial, you know, give you a hundred dollars, like, you know, I mean, that's not worth it, you know what I mean? And that kid might just do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm being a commercial, I get paid, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you gotta, you definitely gotta know what you know you're worth for sure. But like, you know, what I mean, the work can't be, you know, something crazy, no. you know, and it, and it never is, you know what I mean? But. You just got to have a guy there in your corner, which is good to have an agent. You know, what I mean, to run some numbers by, and you know, he'll give you his opinion.
0: How many times has Greg come up to you and said, "I need you to be in a commercial for Kevin Eye's Dealership, K and G Motors. Uh, we <laughs> want you to be the face of our our, our affordable, cheap cars." <laughs>
1: he hasn't done that yet. I don't, I don't think he wants me on a commercial. I'm
2: gonna <laughs> get him. I'm gonna get him on the phone. Don't worry. We're gonna we're gonna make something happen after this. Don't worry. Yeah. Be there, 50, Fifty bucks, fix. any currency you want. Fifty, 50. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh man but uh, I only had one last uh, well not even a question man what can what can the fans expect from you in your game I know they already seen you uh, one time Shit, you did your thing you had like 17-10 18-10 I think I seen double-double yeah. yeah. so sure. what what should they expect from you from, uh, from game to game man like I, I think they're gonna love you I think that they're gonna really um, adapt well to your you know your style of play but you have anything to say to the fans? like?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, obviously, I don't want to jinx myself, but, it, <laughs> uh, you know, just toughness, bro, like toughness and leadership. You know, you'll see an old guy out there that, you know, can help us out when we're in tough times. You know, you know we're, we're in a bad situation in the game or whatnot. Um, you know, but, on you know, actually, like, the game is, you know, I'll put the ball in the hole, you know. You know, I'll try to, you know, I'll do my best to score the ball as, you know, as much as we need. Um, but, that, you know, I'll rebound. Obviously, I'll get on the glass. You know, I've been a pretty good rebounder my whole career in college. So, um, but, you know, that rebounding and the toughness, they go right in hand with hugs, you know what I mean? And so you kind of have to do that if you want to play. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and defensively as well, you know, just, a, you know, tough, you know, smart, savvy defender. You know, just, I've just been around a long time, you know, so I, I recognize a lot of actions and, you know, tendencies and whatnot. So hopefully I can put that to use and, you know, help us win, win some games.
2: You I, uh, I
0: actually said that I actually said that to uh, the the group chat, Kev, that the uh, the rebounding was better than than last year that I saw, and I can't even I can't even uh, explain away my poor understanding of the sport because being from England, James Oconquo uh, actually plays it, so I can't say that being English I don't have an excuse for not understanding the technical words for it. But I was like, it looks like they're trying to get more rebounds <laughs> and not running away from the ball immediately, was, and then John it, it, clowned me. Yeah, yo, David's trying to uh, David's trying to learn basketball and I and I don't
2: get on him because I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I understand what you're trying to say, but John just kills him every time. But it's so (laughs) funny, though. He was like, yeah, they're not, you know, they're not they're not running back. They're trying to go after the rebound. I was Like, yeah, well, that's a good thing. That's Coach Huggins. Yeah. Like, that's a good thing. It
0: was it was pretty scrappy at some points. And and you you recovered the ball from them a couple of times. Turned it over, as they say, but uh, yeah. So, like, I I hate that James is from England because I can't just say, oh, I don't, we don't play it in England, but fuck, apparently don't he does. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Word. Uh, also, shout out to former Mountaineers. Um, Taz got Taz and Derek Culver were selecting the first round of NBA G League draft. Uh, Taz was picked number nineteen by Long Island Nets and. Derek was picked number twenty six by uh Delaware Blue Coast, so shout out to them. And then you know, Gabe is in um training camp with Canton charge right now. So we got we got guys doing big things. Have you um have you ever got a chance to connect with either Gabe or Taz? I know Derek wasn't here by the time you got here, but
1: Yeah, I know I know both of them. Um I've known Gabe for a while though, to be honest. Okay. Um me and me and Taz would we'll be a couple times in the summer. Um Another name is, is Jermaine. Jermaine's with the Cavs too. He oh, just got yeah. picked
2: up. Oh, did he? Okay. I didn't okay, I didn't know. Shout out Jermaine. Game
1: and Gabe. Bro. Um so yeah, I mean I know I know those guys. I know Jermaine and Gabe, you know, better than better than any anybody
2: though. Okay. Dope. Yeah. Dope. And that oh so now that's another question I said I had a, a last question by a lot, um, <laughs> so speaking of that uh, Jermaine was part of Best Virginia this summer and then we was trying to our best to try to get Gabe hopefully you know he can play next year if he's if he's not busy at that time one yeah. would you think about playing for Best Virginia next year I'm already I'm already putting it out there so I'm putting the pressure on you right now before the season even It'll start, to <laughs> Yeah. And then also, how was the experience of of um, watching those TBT games?
1: Yeah. Uh, first part, um, honestly, probably just depends on where I'm at. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, true, I, true. I don't know, you know, what I'm going to be doing, but if I'm free, man, I'll, I'll play in it for sure. Okay. Uh, especially if I'm healthy, you know, because, you know, that's a chance to win win some money, you know what I mean? But it's also a chance to just play again, you know, mm-hmm. if you're hooping mm-hmm. on ESPN, you know? And so, um, watching the games was cool, bro. Like, you see me, I'm, I'm sure you saw the
2: tape. I, <laughs> I was just about to bring that up. Yo, you was, I, I turned around, I was, it was like a camera in my face. I was like, I know we don't ESPN, <laughs> but I didn't think they was.
1: Oh, I me, mean, I just, I had the, uh, I had our little WV Hoops camera. I was on the baseline right next to the ref, talking to the ref, everything on the camera. And, you know, you hit the shot and I just, I'll hover my way out there and I'm just, <laughs> It was crazy. Yeah,
2: I was I couldn't I would have my back face to I had my back face to the court like i was looking at the crowd and I just feel somebody like squeezing me. I'm like, Yo, I'm about to fall over this table. And it was game. I turn around. I'm taking somebody. the It was game. It's it like the first worst person that came over. Uh, that, that was a dope moment, man. Not just for me, but I'm glad that y'all could be there and experience that, too, because I think that's still another way of like, you know, building that. Fraternity, man. Like, and that's really what this yep. is, man. I know you could feel it already, but it's it's a brotherhood, and um, you know, you you will forever be part of Mountaineer family. You know what I mean? So, but uh, hey, man, shout out you, Eric Stevenson. Great guest, man. We appreciate you stopping by, giving your time out, man. I I think, like I said, I think. Fans, y'all gonna love to watch him play, man. You you're gonna see he got he got heart, he got game. So um like I said, thank Don't you. Don't be for put off if you him.
0: think he's an asshole the first time you
2: meet him, because Kevin did the same thing. And- <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Don't judge a book by its cover, man. Get to know get to know somebody and- <laughs> <laughs> Nah, all jokes aside, bro. I uh, appreciate you coming on, uh spending your time with us. Good luck in this season. I know you about to do your thing and, um, yeah, man. Hope you enjoy the rest of your time in Morgantown. Hopefully I'll, uh, we'll, uh, link up when I get back, bro.
1: Man. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate y'all having me on. I'll come back anytime, man. And, you know, I'm happy to be, be a part of the Mountaineer, uh, family, bro. For real.
2: Yeah, Uh definitely. Hopefully we can have you on like mid season or something, even if y'all not too busy or something like that. So, you know, kind of give
0: us an update (laughs) about everything. Shout out to Kevin for being on the wall as a Mountaineer legend. Up there oh, next to Day Sean. Man. At the very top yeah. I look over and I'm like, oh, who's that ugly asshole? And it's Kevin. <laughs> six foot tall over hey, my shoulder. And you, hey, you see how he this this how he does it, man. So they didn't even <laughs> put you in your Gucci hoodie. The disrespect. I, I know. I
2: was I was like, damn, that's that's the that's what I wanted to be in. That's the real picture. <laughs>